You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hour three with you till noon here on 98.7 ESPN. I want to remind you, enter the ESPN New York no-hitter sweepstakes for your chance to win $25,000. How about that? Um, which, by the way, Joe, remember we, uh, we, we had a contestant who on the night that Herman had the perfect game actually went with um, a National League team, right? Not the American League team. That contestant, 20, unfortunately, yes, missed out on $25,000. $25,000. Can you imagine? Because they picked Kodai Senga instead of Domingo Oh, Herman. man, brutal. That's a lot of shoes. And you know, this mama loves a lot of shoes. Uh, find the no-hitter tile on the ESP New York app. Pick a team and submit your entry. Today's qualifier, Brian Hackney uh, from Plainville, Connecticut, who has chosen uh, the New York's National League team to throw a no-hitter today. Presented by MoheganSunCasino.com for full contest rules. Go to ESPNNewYork.com. So uh, the Yankees won one, lost one yesterday. Doubleheader because uh, unfortunate rain on Friday. Uh, you've got Garrett Cole on the bump. Today, first pitch, 2.15 Eastern time, the rubber match with the Cardinals. I do like the Yankees today on the money line, minus 115, but still no Aaron Judge in the lineup. Although they are doing better, Glaber Torres, 12 home runs on the season, 35, 34 RBIs, had a few yesterday, batting 248, Volpe, kind of that bat, kind of getting hot, but still no Aaron Judge. So we're, we've got Dr. Scott Ellis, who's going to be joining us right now. He's professor of orthopedics, foot and ankle surgery at the Hospital for Special Surgery. Everybody, that's where you go. It's where you go. When you've got an issue, you want to go to HSS. We all know that. And Dr. Ellis is one of the best in the business. I know that uh, personally. So uh, Dr. Ellis, thank you so much for spending some time with us, especially on this holiday weekend. How are you? Uh, Good, Andy. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. So I thought it'd be great to have you on for, uh, you know, as you could only imagine, I'm sure uh, Yankee fans just uh, waiting for the return of Aaron Judge. And so I I thought it'd be good if you could get us a little bit more in the know in regard to the injury. When the injury first happened in L.A., uh, we were told it was uh, a ligament sprain on the toe. Uh, But then last week, a little over a week ago, we were told that it was a tear. And now, really, we are hearing crickets from the Yankees organizations to when we can expect him back. So with that being said, based on the research you've done and what you know about this injury, what can you tell us about it? Well, I mean, I can tell you, I don't have any inside information, which makes it a little bit hard. And they have not been forthcoming. So, uh, by the way, a sprain is the same thing as a tear, and they're just different levels of it. Uh, the most common tear of a ligament in the foot is called a um, turf toe injury. We see that mostly with uh, NFL football players, way less common in baseball. And I suspect, but can't confirm that's what's happening. And I think uh, there's just different uh, grades of it. It's probably a little bit more severe than they thought before. Uh, but he doesn't need surgery, which is a good sign. I think it's just a matter of how, how good it feels, and, and they're just letting it feel better before they're letting it back. Do you feel that, I mean, listen, you know, Aaron Judge, obviously we know he's he's larger than the average bear who plays Major League Baseball. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, when, and, and I field calls, come on, man, suck it up. It's just a toe. Yeah. But but especially that toe and his size and and what his body has to do and the torque that it needs to withstand and, and, and go through in regard to the, the athletic motions 
kind of, you know, how is how do you feel that plays into this injury? No question. I mean, it's playing huge. Uh, and I always say, which is why foot and ankle is so complicated, but uh, even the big toes are small joint in anybody that plays a huge role because all your weight and load are going through it. When you run, there's multiple uh, factors of your body weight that, that get uh, forced through there. And, and toes just hurt. I've had patients with multiple other injuries, and, and toes and big toes can actually take them the longest. And if you, like you said, see his size and how he bats on the right side, that's his plant foot, and he's putting a lot of load through there. So it's, it's going to take him longer. And I think they just want to rehab to make sure he gets back to school normal to let it get better so it doesn't just linger. I, th- that was my next question to you, Dr. Ellis. Like, you know, if, if they do rush him back, right, um, and he comes back a little bit too soon, you know, how temperamental is an injury like this? Like, how easily can it be reaffected? Um, yeah, well, well, very. I mean, uh, ligaments provide structure to to joints, right? Uh, and like I said, there's a lot of load that goes through there, and they just take a while to heal. For example, the ankle, sometimes when you sprain your ankle, uh, it takes a little bit longer to get better than even if you break one of the bones because bones tend to heal pretty quick, but sprains can take a long time, so... The issue is you just want to let it heal and get back to its maximum strength before you start testing it again because it's just going to re-injure, aggravate the, the, the sprain again. And I'm sure as you could, and I don't know if you're a Yankees fan, a Mets fan, I don't know what side of um, the city you reside, but um, but as you can only imagine, uh, Yankee fans uh, just hoping he gets back in this lineup sooner than later. Um, if you could shed some light in regard to the injections, the plasma injections that he's been getting as a, you know, cause we're hearing he's getting these plasma injections, but also I'm hearing he's getting these steroid injections as well, you know, and, and, and what that does for this, this type of repair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, the injection they're talking about is called platelet rich plasma. And basically you take, um, peripheral blood, just take, like you take a blood test and then spin it down a centrifuge. The idea is that, uh, and then you re-inject it into the area where the sprain is. The idea is some that can promote healing. I'm pretty nihilistic personally about PRP. I think it's probably overused in sports and probably doesn't do much. It's it's used a lot with athletes. Uh, I think in part because it doesn't harm anything. I, I'm not sure. I mean, the idea is to promote the healing. I'm not sure it really does much. Uh, the steroid injection commonly will inject into a joint and uh, basically just reduces inflammation. Uh, it actually, in a way, could uh, delay healing because the body needs inflammation to heal. Uh, what it can do is just make it feel better. So a lot of times athletes will have steroid injections just as a way to help them get back on the, the playing field. I would think and hope in a way they're not doing much steroids, if at all, just because if they want to let it heal, they just need to let the body heal it itself. And steroids would just be if there's a less severe injury and just want to get them uh, pain-free to play. Um, a last question for you, and not that, and let me preface by saying not that I am comparing my injury in any way, shape, or form to to Aaron Judge. I'm just using this as an example that uh, so I shattered my cesspoid bones years and years ago when I played women's tackle football, and so uh, needless to say, I can never wear stilettos ever again in my life. I'm not worried about it. Platform shoes do me just fine, um, but I have to when I play a serious sport. I have to play with a carbon fiber plate in my cleat. Is that is that something that you think he's going to have to do moving forward as well? A, I need a very good comparison. I was going to bring up sesamoid before, but I didn't want to cloud the issue. So uh, it's very comparable. Now, sesamoids are two little bones that sit underneath the great toe. 
the ligaments of the joint, of the plantar plate, as we were saying, kind of go through that and support the bottom of the joint. So it's literally right in the same area where uh, Aaron Judge has his injury. Uh, and sesamoids can be a problem for the same reason I said before. Uh, most of the time, I'd say a, a ligament sprain would probably heal a little bit better and just not be an issue as compared to sesamoids, but they're so similar. And one of the early um, treatments we'll do, and, and again, he has not been said he needs surgery. That's a great sign, okay, because surgery has um, more unpredictable outcomes, and uh, it would be the sign of a more severe injury. He doesn't have that, but a carbon graphite plate, like you're talking about, is a great idea. And it basically, it's a very thin uh, orthotic with an extension that goes to the big toe to immobilize it. And that, and using uh, shoes that aren't flexible to the toe can be really helpful as a way to get him back. And if you look at the injury he had, it's almost exactly what happened. He ran into that bump around the uh, dugout or the um, outfield where he hyperextended that toe. So I have a feeling they're talking about that carbon plate, and that's going to be one of the first things they do to get him back. Um, such great inf- information and, and uh, insight, uh, Dr. Ellis. Thank you so much again. I, I so appreciate your time. Um, especially on this holiday weekend. So happy 4th of July to you and yours. Well, my, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, too. I hope he gets back at the right time because when he's back healthy, they're going to be a brand new team again. Yeah, your mouth to the baseball God's ears. Uh, again, Dr. Scott Ellis joining us here, uh, professor of orthopedic foot and ankle surgery at the Hospital for Special Surgery. Uh, and again, um, just uh, personally have seen his work up close and personal, and he is the best in the industry that's for sure so that's why i thought it'd be great to get him on the program uh like i said i do like the yankees today garrett cole on the bump eight and one with a two seven eight era going up against montgomery who's five and seven with a three five two as we know this yankees team they've won five of seven their offense has been pretty solid like i said volpe getting some action torres uh, you know, he's got 34 RBIs. He's batting 248. The bullpen, I came across this. Uh, listen, this is a bullpen. They've got the best ERA in, in Major League Baseball. How great is that? Um, and this team is 14 and four with Cole when he does start. So I'm feeling pretty good about the Yankees. And right now you can get them on the money line at minus 115. So uh, I'm going to throw some coin on that. Also, another game that I like today on the slate in Major League Baseball is Atlanta. They're going up against the Marlins. You can get them on the run line. What does that mean for folks who don't gamble? Uh, The run line means that you are wagering, uh, that you are already starting with them down a run and a half. So it means Atlanta's going to have to win the game by at least two runs. They are the hottest team right now. In Major League Baseball, I know Mets fans don't want to hear that. They've won 15 of their last 16. They own the Marlins. They've won eight of their last nine. And Strider is on the bump for them. He's in the running to win the Cy Young this season. Not sure if he will do it or not, but eight shutout innings he tossed against Miami the last time he went up against them. And uh, Alcantara is up for Miami. He has not done great. 55 earned runs he's given up in 120 innings pitch this season. So Atlanta on the money line at minus, I'm sorry, Atlanta on the run line at minus 105 and the Yankees on the money line at minus 115. Those are my two major league baseball plays today uh, heading into this, uh, this, this slate of games on this Sunday afternoon. My picks brought to you by Juggernaut. That's right. Um, Juggernaut Hillside Cabernet Sauvignon, a wine that is fierce, brave, and delicious. Juggernaut Hillside Cabernet wine harnessing the power of nature. See what we did there? Harnessing, power, baseball. Get it? Okay. 
Um, I'm going to pat myself on the back. We'll be right back. 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, It's time for our leaderboard update presented by Glenn Fitch. Uh, And right now, Ricky Fowler, boy, uh, he's three under through eight. Now, Datagoff gives him a 63.6% chance of winning this bad boy. Wow. Keep in mind, they all uh, teed off early because bad weather conditions are expected in uh, in Detroit, in the Motor City. So uh, Adam Hadwin, he's three under through eight as well. So he's still just one shot back at 22 under. Dadagoff gives him a 24.7% chance of winning. Taylor Moore, a guy that I liked heading into this tournament, uh, told you to bet on him to finish in the top 20. He's tied for third right now, four under through 11. So he's at 20 under. Also, Colin Morikawa, four under through nine. He's at 20 under. So these guys are just three shots back to Ricky. The hunt is on. And it's between Fowler, Hadwin, Taylor Moore, and Morikawa. How about that? Datagoff gives Morikawa a 6% chance. Uh, 6.6% chance of winning this. Again, this is your leaderboard update brought to you by Glenn Fitch, single malt scotch whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey. <laughs> scotch whiskey. Say it, Anita. Uh, skillfully crafted, enjoy responsibly. Glenn Fitch, single malt scotch whiskey, ABV 40%, alcohol by volume, 2023, imported by William Grant & Sons, New York, New York. <laughs> so, So there is that. Um, guys, are you going to be watching the hot dog eating contest with Joey Chestnut? I'm more interested in the uh, lemonade chug with Eric Badlands Booker, if that's a thing again this year. Uh, but yes, I'll be uh, trying to tune in. Wait, what? A lemonade? Like, okay, I haven't heard of the Twitter stuff. Now you're telling me some lemonade chug? What? So the past few years, uh, there's been a contest between Eric Badlands Booker and another competitor whose name I forget. 
um, where they try and down a gallon of lemonade as quickly as possible. And I'm pretty sure Badlands Booker did it in about 30 seconds last year. So I'm interested to see if he'll do it again this year. Again, if they're even doing it, I can't find confirmation anywhere that that's happening. Interesting. Hmm. But if I were okay. a betting man on the hot dog contest, I would be going uh, Joey Chestnut all the way, even though it probably wouldn't net me any amount of significant dollars. No, so and that's where I was going with this. So this is this is pretty interesting. So um, again, Nathan's hot dog eating contest that's going to be happening on July fourth around eleven a.m. Okay, uh, and by the way, I'm in uh, for the fellows in the morning on the fourth, so I'll be coming to you with Tom and Ray um, starting at six a.m. So I'll be here for you on 4th of July. We'll dive into this even further. But Joey Chestnut, minus 4,000 to win the hot dog eating contest this year. Holy so, crap. Yeah, exactly. So what does that mean for every $1,000 you put down for Joey Chestnut to win? Your return is $25. Yay! So let's just, let's have some, I, I love doing this because obviously like, you know, I, I don't have the kind of coin to bet on this, right? but let's just say one, zero, 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 zero. So let's just say, so let's just say for every million dollars you put down, your return is $25,000. I, I mean, guys, he's going to win. Oh yeah. That, like, there's, that, that's not a question. There's no denying. He's going to win. Even if you try to attack him while he's eating hot dogs, he will still throw you aside, continue just slamming hot dogs, and win the event. It's amazing. Did, did you see Did you see the, did you see the video from last year? He almost killed that protester. That's did what you I'm see talking what he, about. He yeah. just slammed the guy and just, all right, back to business. Unbelievable. Um, now, his over-under... Uh, for a hot dog, here, here's where his over under for hot dogs is 71 and a half. I'll take the over. Yeah, over. I like, the, I like the over as well. And the over, by the way, is minus 120. And here's another thing you're going to, I know you're going to laugh at me because you're going to be like, Anita's handicapping the hot dog eating contest. You know what? I am. I am handicapping the hot dog eating contest. It's the important stuff. It's the important stuff that keeps people returning to listen to uh, 98.7 ESPN. Um, hold on one second. I just, <laughs> I just want to share with you. So tomorrow, um, and not tomorrow, uh, the 4th, uh, on Tuesday. So at 11 a.m., weather conditions are supposed to be, it's, uh, it's supposed to be like around 80 degrees. Keep in mind, we have not had a horrible summer. We didn't even have a winter. Now we're not even really, let's be honest. We're not even, I don't know about you guys. Like I've been to the pool at least seven, eight times, like slash pool, beach area down by the shore, at least maybe seven or eight times already this summer. Every time I'm there, I'm wearing my sweatpants. I'm wearing like sweatpants and, and like a sweatshirt because I'm cold, right? We haven't had, you know, I, I haven't had like, you know, I haven't been like sweltering hot by a pool where I'm just like, oh, let's, you know, I'm, I'm in my bathing suit. It's just, it's been too cold. Um, it's going to be 80 degrees. So, and, and this is why I like, and, and again, this is, this is, folks, this is handicapping at its best <laughs> because um, it is a known fact. Uh, your body can ingest, it can, it could take in more food in, in uh, less uh, hot temperatures, in cooler temperatures. 
And so the high around 11 a.m. on Tuesday is going to be 80 degrees. Uh, so, and there's going to be some clouds, not, not, the sun's going to be out, but it's not, it's just, my point is it's not going to be like, you know, usually, typically on July 4th, sometimes it's like 98 degrees, humidity at 100%. That's not going to be the case. In fact, hold on. Um, let me see if there's, uh, no, oh, humidity, seven, oh, get all, all right. So it's going to be 80 degrees. It's going to feel like it's 82, 83, winds at nine miles per hour. And humidity is only at 70%. Is that right? That is right. So even plays even more into the over. Because with those weather conditions, he's going to be able, his body is going to be temperature-wise, better, be better to, easier to consume more. How about that for handicapping, fellas? That's did something you even, all right. Did you, even take, did you even take that into consideration? As I'm not a betting man, uh, no, I will not be taking any of that into consideration. Because you don't have a million dollars to lay to win $25,000 back. And and probably um, people out there who do have a million dollars to wager are like, Anita, that return is ridiculous. Uh, if I was an investment consultant, I would not even, that is not where I would tell um, my client to invest his money. I get it. I get it. It's just all for fun in, in, in conversation, people. Okay, but we are all in agreement over 71 and a half hot dogs to be eaten on Tuesday at minus 120. So what does minus 120 mean? It means for every $120 down you put down, you win back $100. So there's that. Uh, we come back. We'll continue to roll talking all things Knicks. Uh, don't forget, I know we just uh, talked about the Yankees. Again, I do like them on the money line today at minus 115. Garrett Cole on the bump. This team is 14-4 and four with him pitching as a starter. Uh, but give a shout-out to the Mets. They did win yesterday 4-1. Verlander, better performance than I was anticipating, that's for sure. Went seven innings, gave up five hits, six strikeouts. This is pretty interesting. His ERA is south of one. It's 0.84 at City Field. Granted, hasn't had a lot of starts, started the season uh, injured, but nonetheless, 0.84 ERA at City Field. And so uh, tonight you've got David Peterson uh, who's going for, uh, going for the Mets. The Mets and the Giants, they are the premier Sunday night game on ESPN. So that will be an evening game for all you Mets fans out there. All right, quick break. We come back. We'll continue to talk NBA right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, just a few minutes left, and then we pass the baton to uh, Patrick O'Keefe, who's going to pick it up where I leave off. Um, not on tomorrow, but with you bright and early. Uh, Jorth, Jorth, 4th of July. <laughs> wow, Anita, come on. 4th of July morning, 6 a.m., uh, right here on 98.7 ESPN. I'm in for the fellas in the morning. Uh, Tom will be with me uh, along with Ray. So uh, so let's bring up to speed uh, real quick before uh, we do pass it on to uh, to Patrick. Uh, Ricky Fowler, still at the top leaderboard, 300 through 10. Uh, Dadagoff gives him a 53% chance, 53.7% chance of winning. But what did we say earlier? If you, if you tune in, we hit the airways at 8 a.m., Myself, John Mascari, Keith Stewart, uh, John and I were all over Colin Morikawa. You could have gotten him at 12 to 1. Uh, he was four shots back. He's six under through 12 right now, and he's making a move. He's 22 under, along with Adam Hadwin. They're both tied for second. 
So, uh, so there's that. Again, I, you know me, I'm rooting for Ricky. But, um, and I, I pray to God he wins. I, I really do. Um, but if you put some money on Morikawa at 12 to 1 earlier this morning at 8 a.m., he's making money moves, baby. So, uh, so he's looking good right now. Definitely in contention. So there's that. Also, just a reminder, you've got the uh, Yankees. They're going to be in action in just a few hours. 2.15 is first pitch going up at the St. Louis Cardinals, the rubber match. Uh, as we know, they lost 11-4 to Severino. Whoa, what happened there? Uh, couldn't get out of the fourth. Nine hits, nine runs, two home runs. He gave up only two strikeouts. Um, but they did win game number two, the evening game, 6-2. to two. Uh, was a bullpen game, and again, You've got a Yankees team, one of the best, if not best bullpen in all Major League Baseball. They definitely have the best ERA. But you've got Garrett Cole on the bump today, repping for the Yankees. He's 8-1 and one with a 2-7-8 ERA. Going up against Montgomery, who's 5-7 and seven with a 3-5-2. There's a Yankees team. They've won five of their last seven. Uh, their offense has been solid. Their bullpen has been outstanding. And they are 14-4. and four. Uh, in the win column when uh, when Garrett Cole starts. So I am all over this Yankees team today. I like them on the money line at minus 115. And a reminder, uh, just the other Major League Baseball game on the slate that I like is the Atlanta uh, Braves on the run line at minus 105. Hottest team in Major League Baseball right now. They've won 15 of their last 16. They own the Miami Marlins. Strider is on the bump for them. Last time he went up against Miami, eight shutout innings. And their bats are so hot. I, I, I typically don't like to play, uh, put in Major League Baseball wagers on the run line. But with Atlanta, I will do that today. Also, you've got the Mets. They are the ESPN evening primetime game tonight at 7 p.m. David Peterson uh, repping for the Mets, who are coming off of a win against the Giants yesterday with Verlander. Hear the, hear the surprise tone in my voice? For good reason. So hopefully they could continue with their winning ways. I want to thank Mo Hamilton who joined us on the program. Uh, Tommy Beer, of course, from What's on Tap, that newsletter. Make sure you subscribe. And Dr. Scott Ellis from the Hospital of Special Surgery, one of the best in the business here in New York City, giving us some insight on um, on the, the Aaron Judge injury and hopefully, I'm sure, you know, I speak for a lot of Yankee fans hoping that, uh, that he gets back in action soon. So, again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Have a wonderful and fantastic and safe and fun Fourth of July weekend. Uh, again, I want to thank our producers, Tom and Joe, who always do a phenomenal job. I love working with you guys on Sunday mornings. It's always fun. And, again, just a reminder, I will be back with you bright and early, 6 a.m. Come uh, hang out with me. Keep me company, please. Yay! Um, on uh, on 4th of July morning at 6 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN.